Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. to the Alex Pearson Show, 1047 here on this Tuesday. It is great to have you. This is the time of the week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, when we welcome our friend Tom Korski. Hello, Tom Korski over at Black Locks Reporting. Hi, Alex. Busy days. There is. There's no end to it, really. There's no end to the inflation either. Uh, so we get the new numbers, and uh, we have started to creep up again, 3.3%. And I think it's interesting because... You would probably want to answer, you know, get some questions into the finance minister. Was just a couple of weeks ago, Krisha Freeland was promising us, you know, better times to come. In fact, she demanded that the person interviewing her on the stage, and I think she was in Europe somewhere, saying, "Ask me about interest. Ask me around inflation." And she was so excited to talk about inflation coming down and reliefs on the way. And what do you know? Today, not so much, but uh, you will not get to ask her questions about it because uh, the NDP and Liberals have voted down that motion. Commons Finance Committee MP, uh, Conservative MP Adam Chambers from Simcoe, who, who has some background yeah. in finance, said, we really ought to get the Minister of Finance in here by month's end to talk about mortgages. You know, there are issues out there, Alex, we've discussed in the past, but for instance, a quarter trillion in variable rate fixed payment mortgages that the chief uh, bank super, uh, uh, superintendent uh, Routledge has said keeps him up at night yeah. as those notes come up for renewal. It's no joke. Voted down. The rationale was, well, Minister Freeland isn't going to show up for questioning anyway, point taken. Those inflation numbers, by the way, this morning is an absolute disaster. And food inflation mm-hmm. is a travesty. I know this is widely under, misunderstood, by the way, some of our colleagues in media, when the inflation rate, the headline rate, consumer price index goes down, they say, oh, inflation is falling. No, no, my friend. Mm-hmm. You are digging into the same hole with a slightly smaller shovel, and food inflation is 8.5% on top of this point last year's 11%. That's why people can't afford spaghetti anymore. It's a travesty. Yeah, and we still haven't felt the drag. That doesn't hit till about a year after. So we still haven't. You know, people haven't hit the wall. So the, the real pain is coming. And oh, uh, th- I, this is the point on the mortgages. And this is why you have, as I mentioned, an MP, for instance, uh, Mr. Chambers with a background in finance saying, uh, we should be very worried in watching this very, very carefully mm-hmm. because it is a tsunami. The water goes out from the beach. And if you are unwitting, you will not know what is about to come back in. It takes some time. It's like the bankruptcy rate. Now we start to see insolvencies creeping up. It has always been indicated as a lagging indicator, according to the superintendent of bankruptcy. Everyone knows this is what happened in the 2008 financial panic. What are we saying? This is a terrible thing in the middle of summer. It's going to be a dreadful winter. 
it's just going to be horrific, Alex. And, and, yeah. and there are people who are starting to get very, very upset. My colleague Greg tells me that uh, Freelinda was in Aspen at the time. You know, that's reaching out to the little people in Aspen. Uh, but, the, but your point, when, when a whole bunch of mortgages, and there are going to be a lot in, in the two-year mark going for that stress test, and people are not going to, a lot of people will not qualify. And I'm not sure why Ottawa is not working on that. Of like, what are we going to do when millions of people need to renew that mortgage that they got for a really good price? And now they can't afford to get a mortgage because they don't pass a stress test. Well, and, and Parliament's not in session. They won't be until September 18th. Yeah. Uh, parliamentary committees are all on vacation. No one is resolving any problems. No. And you would think that everything is going great. It's just going great until you start talking to people at the bank or at the grocery store, at the meat counter, then it's not so great. And what's the solution? To be ironic? To give witty speeches in Colorado? Is that the answer? (laughs) It's really strange. It is strange that in this country when, you know, China's interfering, like, uh, you know, (laughs) like their economy's about to collapse, there all sorts of things going on, the economy, and everyone just goes, it's summer now, everything will just stop. We're going to go away for a bit, and then we'll come back and deal with it, in, in as if you it know, just yeah. all goes on pause, right? They used to say, Kretchen's philosophy was, if I ignore all my problems, <laughs> 75% of them will go away, <laughs> yeah. which is technically true. Yeah. It's the 25% that send your friends to jail. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. Um, meanwhile, the uh, Parliament's Special Joint Committee, so this is uh, a committee looking into the Declaration of the Emergencies Act. Uh, they've been trying to get information and a, re- a final report into the cabinet powers used against the Freedom Convoy. For 18 months, they've been trying to get details of this and they can't get them because they're still waiting for the French versions. Like, pointless. how long does it take them to do anything? Utter- utterly pointless. It's, it's wandered off into the woods. You'll never hear that committee again. They did yesterday. They passed the 18-month mark in their deliberations. They have, they've had 25 meetings. It's gone nowhere. They've had some compelling testimony from some witnesses. But the search for documents, which was the key, and this committee's job is to, uh, to test cabinet's justification for declaring a national emergency when there were some protesters in a hot tub outside Parliament Hill. And they can't get the records. And the liberal majority on the committee, Senate appointees, and liberal members of caucus, including now uh, Mr. Barani, who's the attorney general, said, forget it. You're not getting those records. Done and done. So we are left with, after what was really an extraordinary event, Declaration of the Emergencies Act, first time in Canadian history. We're now left to the federal courts and the Canadian Civil Liberties Association and some libertarian groups who have challenged it. Parliament didn't really do its job on this one, Alex. This is not a success story. Well, it's not, but it's okay because, you know, if you didn't like them, it worked. And if you were angry about it, you'll be ignored and it'll eventually go away. But you know, the reality is it was used, it was not justified, and all the people that um, were part of the decision-making, well, they've been, a lot of them have shuffled out of cabinet. They just go You away. know, that, that is key, by yeah. the way. I think that's key. The, isn't it interesting, We Charity, the two ministers who were most involved in We Charity, Chagger and Morneau and Finance, vanished from cabinet. The two ministers who were integral to the declaration of the uh, national emergency, Public Safety Minister Mendicino and Attorney General Lametti 
vanished from cabinet. It's almost like the prime minister doesn't like to be confronted in meetings with his failures. Well, who can blame him? I mean, who who would enjoy that? But that, that just leaves one minister who was uh, instrumental in the Freedom Convoy crackdown, who's still in cabinet. Mm-hmm. And that's Aspen Freeland. That's Minister Freeland. Yeah. Well, she feels very justified in shutting down bank accounts and all the rest of it. It just all goes away if they uh, repeat the same talking points, Tom, and um, rag the puck. Um, I'm out of time. I'm on a hard clock today, Tom. I've got to go. Go get them. Or, uh, Thanks, or I, get, uh, I, get, I get in trouble. So we'll talk on Thursday. You bet. All right. Thank you. That is Tom Korski with Blacklock Supporter. They get all the fine prints. So those saying, where does he make this stuff up? Well, they go and they get documents and they read the documents, which is what we're supposed to do when we're journalists. And that's what they do. They get freedom of information requests and they read the fine print. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's in writing.